If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring 20s Podcast. Today, we continue on with part two with Haley Ross. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, part one, go back, listen to that one now before jumping in here. But we're so excited to have you here for part two. We into so much good stuff in this part as well as we did in part one. So here we go. Where do you feel, Hale, like, and it could either be since the be- like the last time you were on the show or since earlier in your 20s, um, where do you feel like you've grown the most since um, earlier in this 20s, like around the time where we started the show, maybe like around that first time that we spoke? I mean, where haven't I grown? Um, where hasn't she? Where? Um, I feel like... Like, where do you feel yourself doing better compared to that time? I think I know myself in a completely and utterly different way than I used to. And I think that though actually inherently helps everything else when we're talking mm-hmm. about comparison culture, because the fact of the matter is a year feels so, so long. You can do so much in a year, so much, so much in a year, but at the same time, we're like, oh my God if I don't do this by 30 or I don't do this by this, like it's, we're, we're so behind. We're so this, but like, if I think about myself two fucking years ago, I'm a completely different person. I'm a way better version of myself. And at that time I was thinking like, it's not like, it's not possible to get to this level, Mm. but like, I'm a completely different version of myself. I know myself so well. And I also feel like I know myself so well because I think I, stopped thinking in terms of what other people were thinking and I don't really mean like oh people are liberal so I should be liberal like I don't mean like something like that I don't mean like an inherently like big thing or you know you like chicken parmesan so I should like chicken parmesan like I I really feel like because we are such 
deep friends, all of our friends that we surround ourselves with, um, it's easy to not know what are your thoughts and what are other people's thoughts, especially also we're incredibly close with our families. We're incredibly close. Like we just have people in our corner in the most beautiful way that we are so close with. And I think that I really didn't know what my own thoughts were and my mm-hmm. own genuine like beliefs and it's not values. I always knew what my values were. I always knew what my morals were, but I don't think that I knew really what I totally wanted and, and knew was best and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like it was just so much noise around me. Yep. And I have taken so much time to one, not only be by myself because I have, and I love that. And I would recommend it for literally anyone in the planet, but I have taken time to like listen to different things or read different things or you know meditate in uncomfortable moments and I took this one class where like I wrote down it was basically like a timeline of every single defining moment in my life and what actually made it defining and it really I was like it gave me so much clarity I was like wait that's why I'm so traumatized by this. And that was like five years ago and I wouldn't even remember it. Like it really just like genuinely understanding why I feel certain things has made me a much, much better version of myself in all aspects of my life. And it has allowed me to know what I really need and really want and really value in other people, honestly. Um, So I would think that's probably the most um, thing that's changed for me. Yeah, that's super helpful. I think it's extra helpful because we were talking on our social media and stuff just about like what is doing the work. And I think that like it's a topic and a phrase that like we throw around a lot, but people don't understand and I don't blame them because very rarely do we actually like explain, oh, this is what it was for me. And I think that that's because it's so different for everyone. And I think it really ends up being like a path to just getting to know yourself better and getting to identify which thoughts are yours and which thoughts you don't agree with and you can be respectful about. Um, But really choosing how to align with that and how to show up in that way, again, without like maybe hurting people, but also without dimming your light. And I feel like each of us has learned to do that so differently and beautifully. And there's still things that we're working on. But I think it gives people a lot of clarity of just those couple of little things that you can do on where to start so that you can understand that. Because I think that that is really what it comes back down to is that clarity within yourself, then that awareness to really get there, and then being able to actually show up as that. Because I think sometimes people like maybe uncover a thought that they think a certain way or something about themselves. And then it's really easy to want to like maybe not to want to hide, but to almost default to hiding that or to default to being like, oh, well, that's different. And I think that we have this idea that change can be bad, but I think all of us have changed so much. And even if it's different, it doesn't mean it's bad. So I think that's a really great piece of advice. What I love that the three of us do is that when we're talking things out, we often go, I'm just realizing this right now, or this is, I'm I'm starting to understand maybe why I'm feeling like this right now. Like, we are constantly aware that like our thought patterns might like come to us. Like we're, yeah. we're, we're wanting to understand ourselves better. And like, I, we are always having conversations where we're like, you know what? Like, I'm honestly thinking about this for the first time really right now. And like, yeah. it's so, so good for you. It's so good yeah. for you. 
Definitely. Oh, I love that. Well, I think that people listening to on the show right now are probably like, this girl has her shit all together. So um, to give them some perspective, what are some things that you kind of find yourself still to feel like alone in in your 20s? Like, what do you either, what do you feel like? Yeah. What do you feel alone in? Um, if anyone thinks I have my shit together, that's hilarious. So thank you so much. <laughs> um, I feel alone in a few in a few different things. First of all, I don't think that anyone will ever feel anything but alone in their own body. And that's mm. like no one, the amount of times I have thought like, I wish I could touch someone right now and they could know exactly what I was feeling. Yeah. Is yeah. numerous. I have dreams about it all the time, to be honest. Yeah. And like, I, yeah, you just, you're never, that's never not going to be true. Um, and that's something that, you know, first of all, like literally every single person on the planet is going to have to deal with and, and deals yeah. with on a regular basis. So that's not like something that I feel like, oh, I'm alone and no one else feels that way, but you're just always going to feel alone in that. And I have come up with that and come up facing that in so many different aspects of my life, whether it's, you know, health, my health, I've had a lot of health problems and whether, you know, I'm coming up because I'm, my body is hurting in a way I can't describe and no one seems to understand, or whether it's something like where we were saying at the wedding and I'm feeling this gross feeling in my body and Brian's like, what, what, you look beautiful, what? And like, he's not gonna be able to understand. And I felt very alone in that often. And Mm -hmm. that is, yeah, that is something that I have, I have constantly felt um and over in 2023 has been a year of feeling alone in my body so um that's that's definitely one of them if not my main thing right now honestly yeah I think it's a great way to verbalize it because I think it is true that you know we're so on this comparison wheel all the time but the truth is is that like you are never going to feel like somebody else is going to feel 100% no one's ever going to feel how you feel 100% like and that's yes we're all like universally living this experience but everybody's experience is their own and I think it's a really great way to verbalize it because it kind of allows you to be like when you are feeling alone to be like that's okay that's just being human of like my experience on this planet is mine to have and like that's all right that I feel this way right now um and that I don't you know I don't feel like like when I think of like what are you feeling like alone in your 20s it's that thought of like you know why doesn't anyone else feel this way why it's like kind of a why me situation sometimes and I think having that perspective of that we were all having our own unique experience and that that's just the human experience yeah it's like a really beautiful way to put it yeah I really I really believe it to be fully true um this is a harder question yeah I would agree what do you wish you knew sooner I mean to be honest like the thing I said before about uh like knowing, like listening to yourself, mm-hmm. something I wish I knew sooner. And honestly, yeah. like in like more, I guess like in smaller terms and actually giving examples is like, I was so sure that I didn't like New York City to live in. Like certain things, like I was because of, uh, genuinely because of other people around me and other experiences mm-hmm. and, and what, I had put, like, I put myself in such a box in so many ways. 
Um, mm -hmm. And I also think like as someone that has chronic illness, like I put myself in a box of like, I can't have fun like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I can. And, and you know what? Also like, if you like, there's such a difference between like can't and like for the greater good and not going to. And I don't, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I understood uh, those differences because of just like all the noise. And mm. I really believe that you are a mix of a billion different people in college because you're so much finding yourself and you're around yeah. so many new people that don't really know you. And so it's like kind of like the perfect opportunity to kind of like try out different versions of you and what things that make you happy and stuff. But I do believe that like, at the end of that, sometimes the real you can get lost. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think I was lost for a long time. Um, in my adventure to find what I mm -hmm. thought was the best thing ever, I, I really yeah. I'm lost. And like, yeah, yeah, I, I think that I, what the, the number one thing that I wish I knew sooner was that. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's interesting too because a lot of it is like who we are and I think it goes back to what you said of like what you can do and then what you're deciding to do for the greater good of like your life or your moment or whatever it is like a lot of who we are is the choices that we make right and who mm -hmm. we choose to be like we could have went down many different paths and chose to be many different people like there is a version of all of us that is doing the complete opposite of what we're doing now living a very different life mm -hmm. like we really are who we choose to be and you know not saying that you have infinite you know you there, there are you're only given what you're given but you have a lot of different areas in which that can probably be used in right like I could never be a pro basketball player I'm 411 but I could be a million other careers right. in a million other relationships relating to different people living in different places having different you know choosing to focus on different interests or whatever but I think when it comes to like the noise it's like okay what noise do you want to weave out to to make choices that feel aligned mm -hmm. with like who you want to be yeah yeah and I think honestly this is so like small and and minute in in the grand scheme of life but like I actually think that like my new year's day vision boarding new year's Eve, like is very helpful it's best yeah. please but explain yeah. to us please explain your New Year's Eve before. I think you did last episode, but I want to know. I guess. Yeah, I, don't, I probably did. I just, the past couple of years, I have spent New Year's Eve and I don't know if it'll be forever New Year's Eve um, or if it will be New Year's Day or anything like that, but I really like making a vision board for my year um, because, and I keep it somewhere that I can look at it occasionally at least. Mm -hmm see it like it's under my table right now and I can see it anytime I move my tissue box which is often like <laughs> just kind of see like what I thought I wanted um or what I wanted to achieve and kind of like relate to that person from how many for many months mm -hmm. ago it was and see and like okay good did you do this did you do this is that something you still want to do mm -hmm. and I just think it really is exactly. such a good way to acknowledge your choices and whether you're not making the choices because you are not being the best version of yourself or you're not making the choices because you know actually that was a better choice to not make yeah. um and I think it's so helpful to be like really checking in with yourself because of having that like outline yeah. right there for you 
definitely. I think that that's yeah. so important. And it's something that like I think about. And I think that every time that like things are chaotic and we have so much going on. And I think that the like one of the biggest things that like I come back to in terms of this show through all of the like seasons that we've had. And Julie and I have been so lucky that weirdly our like seasons of like pushing and our seasons of like needing a little time and like all this stuff have always aligned throughout the past three years which is crazy but I always come back to like that person and I know that we all have had that person who was us years ago after college that was like what the fuck am I doing with my life or like how do I get there or do I really want this or like who am I or just like feeling lost and I think of like that person listening to our show and just being like, oh shit, like I'm not the only person. Cause I, I think that's where that whole sense of finding yourself to be alone really came from is I really think, I think now when we have situations, you feel alone in the moment and then you're like, someone totally has to be feeling that. Like, this is a normal thought. Like I, I do that now. Whereas then I really believed that like everyone had it figured out and then I didn't. And I feel like we all in our own way had that. So it's it's so cool to see in all of us that now that's kind of evolved and that also we've given ourselves that permission and it comes and goes depending on the topic, but like we've given ourselves that permission to change and that, you know, to hold ourselves to a higher standard, to be the best that we can be, but at the same time to know that like if that changes along the way, it's okay to be honest with ourselves about that. And I think it's set such a cool standard for people to not be so like, I don't know, so like hold so tightly to a vision that like is no longer serving you. And I think that that's translated to people. It's translated to environments. It's translated to communities. Like we've taken that lesson into so many different areas of our lives and have like let it be our choice as to how we want to like fill those spaces. So to kind of switch gears to like topics that you're still interested in. I feel like we all keep saying like, oh, I thought I knew this. And, you know, I'm still learning about this thing but what are some other topics that you find yourself now to just be like more curious about want to learn more about um I have a problem and that okay. I'm literally curious about everything so <laughs> um that's a give us three tr- topics random anything something that's I I'm definitely still curious about different uh, aspects of career I have a lot of a lot of un sureties which isn't a word um about where I'm going and I think that that helps like with trying to find mentors is is kind of a helpful step that I'm taking but Mm. I do have so much that I'm unsure about in that and I think that like taking little things internal oh that was such a dumb phrase (laughs) moving taking small steps to eventually make the large decisions is helpful. Whereas like, so like a small example besides the mentor is like, I have been obsessed with this podcast recently. And so I found the showrunner and I found she has a sub stack and in a newsletter that she sends out on how to create like narrative stories. And I have been obsessed with that sub stack and I might take her class next month on how to, you know, really tell a better version of a narrative story. And whether or not that's something I end up doing in like an audio format, I don't know, but I want to continue to do things like that so that I don't feel like I was making blind decisions the Mm -hmm. whole time. Um, Because that's really genuinely how careers work. Unfortunately, it's kind of just like blind forward momentum that like hopefully you'll end up liking or doing. And they always say, and I fully, 
fully believe it, like as, especially as an internship or like your first few jobs, it's like, it's better to know what you don't want than you do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully these small things that I am doing will help me weed out what I don't want so that I don't have to make as many blind steps forward in the future. Um, So that's definitely something that I'm curious about still. Um, And I think overarchingly, like learning about other people's jobs. Mm -hmm. um, And I know that sounds like similar, but it's, it's not like genuinely hearing about my boyfriend's job, his friend's jobs, like understanding what, why they're doing the way they, they're doing. It kind of like helps you learn how, why they are the way they are and, and how they tick. And like, like, this is honestly like such a perfect example is like something that I, me and Brian fight about the most is that he loves to play devil's advocate with me. Whereas like, sometimes I just need you to help me. Like, I just need mm-hmm. you to say it's okay or validate yeah. me. And when we were in Nantucket, when I was with Julia in Nantucket, uh, Nathan, her boyfriend was like, well, what do you think you're going to get from dating a lawyer? And I was like, you're so right. Like, I'm, I pick <laughs> that know <laughs> like, this makes so much sense right now. Like, it just, it helps. It helps. Uh, and I genuinely just like to ask people questions. And I think learning about other people um, really does help you learn about yourself more. Yeah. And that's all I got. Love so it. good. We played a game this weekend called um, most likely to, but job odd job version. So yeah. we were just doing odd jobs and like who at the table would be most likely to do yeah. that job because it's exactly what you're saying of like, okay, what aspects of your personality like make you right for that job? And mm-hmm. so one of them was like drug dealer. <laughs> Not, neither of these boys are drug dealers, but we said that Nathan would be like the drug lord because he would be like the financing and like the getting the like <laughs> and like the like the business models of the drug selling but then our friend in. rob would be the drug dealer yeah. because he's more he can be nonchalant and he's very like hey you want this or like and he's like so wow. we, we were just uncovering like aspects of people's personality and it's just really funny fun. what you say, like what makes someone like why like why someone goes down a certain path and like what makes them the way they are and what little aspects of that like mm-hmm define their personality um but I'm so glad that you brought up the job thing because you know I think many people can look at you and be like oh she's so successful and she's doing you know so well like how could she possibly like still have doubts about that and I just think it's such a powerful thing to be reminded of of that a lot of people are still feeling that way like they could look successful from the outside but like it might not mean that that, and they could be enjoying it even now, but it might not mean that that's what they want to be doing for like the rest of their lives. Or I think we get very stuck in, oh, well, they're doing that and they're just going to be on that path forever and never need to have that like doubt or figure out or need to take a step back to move forward. Or, and it's something that I'm seeing a lot of people um, around our age actually have coming up against of, okay, I'm, I'm, I may be wanting to shift. Oh no. What does that mean? Am I going to have to take a roll back am I gonna have to take a pay cut back what's worth getting to where I want what's worth the change like um so I think it's a really validating thing to share that especially because my next question um is in the work lane um the next question is about your your 20s trips and what your biggest top three biggest takeaways have been from your 20s but I'd love for your first one to be a tip about um, what we talked about earlier about finding mentors mm-hmm. um, and how you, you know, what, what's your, what's your piece of advice there? How, how have you navigated that? And then um, we can do two, your two others to be whatever you'd like them to be. 
Um, I firmly believe that leading with kindness will help you find a mentor. And it's beautiful. Tell the shade story. What'd you say? Please tell the story about the shades. So okay, so <laughs> the woman that I am currently obsessing over and hoping to be <laughs> my mentor uh, through the next you know few years in life and things like that. Um, she has always been like a big shot. And I, when I was a PA, I always would say hi to her. And I just, she was just so lovely. And so I made sure to always say hi to her every day. And when I moved teams and I uh, went to a different floor and things like that, she still would come around because she's important. And she just was needing to be on my show and people that are big wigs on my show and do things like that. And so again, I always made sure to say hello, ask her how our life was, things like that. She does a little bit of literally everything. And so something that she had to do a few months ago, and by the way, she didn't have to do it. She did it because she knew she, it needed to get done. So she does it, is that she knew that all these anchors were moving floors and they needed new offices and the offices had huge windows, but they could not get um, like fogged in time for the anchors to move in. But the anchors, like they have to change in their rooms. Like they, they, they can't no one can see into their office the whole time. That's an invasion of privacy. So this woman who is a very important woman, by the way, went around with paper blinds and was measuring them and putting them up herself and walking around the building. And I was like, do you want me to help you? And so I spent like a couple hours with her, probably like an hour and a half with her, like taking off our shoes, standing on couches, measuring blinds, uh, just in just chatting and, I just think that it helped like cement my face in her. Yeah. Um, and so when I had been in a control room with her later on, um, I was able to say like, Hey, I'm obsessed with you. And yeah. I think you're amazing. And I genuinely think that not enough people tell you how amazing you are. Um, and I would really like to continue to tell you how amazing you are. Is there any chance that you would ever want to meet with me or have some five seconds of coffee with me and give me some advice and help me in my way. And she was so willing about it and lovely about it. Um, yeah. I just love that that story. Sorry, but I just love that story because I think it like really shows that sometimes we're really in it for the long two things. One time, one is that being kind goes a long way and you should always be kind. And like, had you not been that kind person to know if she would have been so readily available to give you her time, time is extremely precious, especially when you're a person of her caliber. Um, Number two, I think it, it really goes to show about like the long game. Like that was a while ago that that happened, right? A year ago. Year, right. So I think like sometimes I know I feel this way a lot and I have to catch myself of like, sometimes it's like, well, I'm putting in all this work and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm not seeing results. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to remember that putting in those, that work, volunteering your time, doing that stuff is so important and will eventually show the fruits of that labor later on. Like there was no way that you were going to get the fruits of that labor of this thing that you did a year ago, but now you're seeing it a year later benefit you. And I think it's just such a good reminder 
when you're on the hamster wheel and you feel like you're getting up every day and you're putting it in the work, whether it's for your career, for your body, for your relationship, whatever it is, you might not see the benefits of that right away. But knowing that doing that every day is eventually going to bear fruit for you. Um, and I just think it's a really important thing to remind ourselves. And I love seeing the examples and when it does play out because yeah. you're like, oh, okay, keep going. Keep yeah. going. For sure. It definitely is. And I think it also just it shows like people really do remember those little things. People remember when you go out of their of your way of everybody knows that everybody's busy, like everybody knows there's many things that you could be doing. But really going out of your way for something that's small, or maybe something that's big, or maybe working later or any sort of gesture like there are such small things like I work with a lot of people that are older than me and I really go out of my way to do like little things like send them little baskets or send them little notes and like stuff like that to really have them know like I appreciate what they're doing and that I don't see myself as like better than them or like I I don't know little things like that so I feel like that stuff really does stand out to people and like matter to them and I think it also does make us feel good like knowing that we put that step in and like you said Ju it it is like that cherry on top to know that it contributed to this future like goal or result that you are working towards. And another 20 tip I would give then based off of that is like compliment people. Like mm-hmm. I, I, really good one. it's so awesome when you tell a random person on the street, like, I love your outfit or I love your jacket. They will brighten up more than anything. And like, I remember, and I was, and to be honest, we were talking about this at the wedding because I complimented some woman when we were walking and like the boys kind of laughed but like one of them was like honestly I really need to do that more and it's like it's very good it's really good for you like it's in general it makes more you do it the more like the easiest it becomes like it is genuinely don't think about it for a single second before I give someone a compliment anymore and I remember and I told the boys this example like I remember I was walking to my friend Leanne's show in the city and I was going in by myself um, and I didn't want to see a lot of people. And I was just feeling also like, just like not great about myself. Like we talked about and some girl across the street was like, I love your pants. I fucking went in. Like I'm a coolest bitch in the fucking world. Like I changed my life. And like, I, it's such a little thing, but it really, it matters. And so like, like Phoebe Buffay learned in Friends, there's no such thing as a unselfish self, uh, unselfish deed because you always feel better about yourself when you do something nice for others. Um, and I think it's just such a small thing that will change, will change your life. I really do. It is. It's so it. small. It's like we don't, at least I know now you think to do it all the time, but like I'll think things sometimes and I won't say them out loud. And like, I don't mm-hmm. know what out <laughs> wait like you you're, you think like you see some girl and you're like oh my god I love her back yeah okay yeah <laughs> I love your back one, no one is ever mad I get a back or back back you love her back I mean I love her back too probably I mean Brenda though to be honest I, I appreciate think, a back I was gonna say like I don't often compliment people's backs but I compliment like your back's great like you I love like my back I do. Is that a good back? I was just getting some clarity on what which one you said. She has a great back. When she was trying to let it go, I was like, Brenda. <laughs> it was shocking. 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 Um, so, that's a good one. You get one more. It doesn't um, have to be a tip. It could be a takeaway also. 
Well, actually, I have a tip. As we were saying tip, I was like, what's a tip I actually tell people? This one um, is people are going to come for me that don't love like holistic things, but it's something that we love. Right, like get out. If you finish a product, and this is something that I have taught my friends and they all do it. Oh, amen. If you finish a product and you're like, I'm not obsessed with it, but I just keep buying it. Go online, go to Think Dirty or go to EWG and find a better for you product that replaces you just did. Correct. A cleaner product, something that doesn't have, you know, all of the crap in it, the fragrance, the phthalate, the, I don't know how to pronounce that word. And I always have to be told. I know. Um, The endocrine disruptors, like the carcinogens, like all the things, honestly, there are small things that you don't realize. Like there, there are mineral minerals that disrupt your endocrine system and like also a lot of times the alternate products are cheaper than the products that you're buying 1000 percent. i me and bud when we were me and brenda when we were um after our facials like i went to get something at sephora and i had never heard of this brand that this guy had recommended and i went online and it was clean and i went to get the face wash and it was like 16 dollars. and i was like that's so funny because like some of my yeah. other face washes are 32 dollars. like why are we obsessed with these brands and like don't get me wrong when i see my influencer girlies on their shit, i'm always looking at their product and yeah. then i get 30 and then i go to ewg and i'm often disappointed yeah by the fact that they're not clean and so i really really what it is you can't change everything it's not it, it's this isn't a this isn't, you know, your quest to be a perfect individual, but as I have learned, and I just, the reason I say it as a tip is because I would not have learned it if I had not had so many health issues that then these things become important to Mm -hmm. change, to change your life. So you can feel better. I think that why shouldn't everyone already do it so that they never have, like, it just, it only helps you. It will never hurt you to make these changes. change your your dryer sheets change your detergent change your your you know cleaning essentials like change things that like really don't matter to you that much which one you're using so you mm-hmm. might as well change over to a product that's cleaner because it will only benefit you in the long run 100 yeah. percent. and i think a lot of times people think it's like well it's an all or nothing and it's really not it really doesn't have to be it can like every little thing does count when it comes to this so don't think well i'm not going to change everything so i'm not going to bother doing that really the little things a few products here and there they do make a difference yeah and I think taking it a step further too it's like that knowledge piece that we always come back to yes. is like you don't need you don't need to be perfect you don't need to follow everything to a T, but just like being able to know, like having that knowledge is different. And if you decide to make a choice based on the knowledge that you already have, I think that's super different than like living kind of passively and living uninformed, which is to no one's fault, like probably should make it easier for us. But (laughs) this is a little thing to make it just a little bit easier so that we're not like kind of walking blind. And then yeah, some people do end up having complications or things that kind of force them to have to pay attention to this even more. So kind of getting out ahead of something like that um, as a preventative measure too. And I like that you say choices because they are your choices. Like you, like I almost, I would say my apartment is 87% clean. I don't, I've only cleaned candles, cleaning, cleaning products. Most of my makeup, most of my skincare, most of my hair care, all of it's clean. 
I tried natural deodorant for two and a half years and I'm a smelly <laughs> version of myself because of it. Yeah. I'm back on the aluminum. Is my doctor angry? Yeah, like, we'll get over it. <laughs> I'm an aluminum girly currently in my yeah. armpits. I'm like, choices. I'm it's choices. Yeah. yeah. Empowered choices. Your bucket counts. And that's what they always like. My, my, I, the one of the most important things that I've learned in my health journey is like every single person has a bucket. Every single person's bucket is filled differently based off of genetics, environmental factors, things in the world, the food we consume, all this stuff. Every person's bucket is different, but every drop that you add to it will fill your bucket more. So all you really want to do is take out the things that you can control so that, and that you want to control so that you don't have to worry about your bucket overflowing and bad things happening and, and things changing in ways that you didn't want them to. Um, yeah. and it, it helps. Yeah, definitely. In our house, we always, in our house, in our house of two plus a dog, um, we always yeah. say, is this Haley approved? <laughs> there are so many little things about like, even literally last night, um, we've been ordering a lot of whole foods, um, just because it's actually easier than I thought it was. Like I did not realize Amazon made it so easy. Um, and life is chaotic. So it's been our go-to. And there's so many things where now it's so much more automatic. I'm like, oh, this is totally Haley approved. And it's just like an easy go-to. Um, I'm so, so happy about that. I love yeah, it. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. <laughs> and I forgot my other thing. It'll come back to me. I love it. I love it. Please support that. And um, those apps are so great. EWG and Think Dirty. They're apps. They're also online websites that you can easily access. Totally accessible to everyone. Um Last but not least, Hales, what resources, we've asked you this before, but um, what resources have helped guide you through your 20s thus far? Which resources have you been relying on more other than those two? I really loved um, Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart was really good. So good. So good. Um, the Body Keeps the Score was really good. Um, My dad's favorite book of all time. Both, truly so good. Um, listening to podcasts that have experts on that I want to learn more from. Um, I think resources is like the first thing you need to do is find out if you agree with their choices and their, and you respect their thoughts. And then if you do find people that they respect and go from there is like really how, uh, what I've been doing with a lot of podcasts, like I download a shit ton of podcasts, but I like I really will, I often will download like one-offs of specific podcasts because someone I really respect and trust posted about that podcast. I'm immediately going to download it. Like find people that you respect and trust and do things from that. And really, most of all, read, read some books. You're going to become an, a, just a much better individual. You're going to be so amazed by what different types of books can do for you um, in all ways. And I, be, I, I, and I've said this a hundred times already, the, the phrase firmly believe, which is disgusting and I need to vocabulary, <laughs> but I firmly believe that there is a novel out there that will get every single person on this planet to become obsessed with reading and you just need to find it. Haley, thank you for being our first case study in, um, we haven't named this other than case study yet. Yeah, which like sounds like super official. <laughs> Talk to Julia and talk to Brenda. Talks with friends. No. Okay. That one didn't land. What'd you call it? 
I called it forward friends. I don't know why. Back with friends. But I'm gonna reject. I'm gonna reject that one as well. Um, but we'll 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 circle back. We'll the name. Um, thank you for being our first case study, Thanks, and honey. thank you for being here. And I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, we'll be doing these more often with all different kind of people. You love it. Like it talks. It's fun to uh, see how we have grown. Yeah, we love that. Evolve, evolve, seriously evolve, people. And go get a cinnamon broomstick from Trader Joe's. Get a cinnamon. I keep thinking you're going to sing a cinnamon bun. <laughs> Honestly, sounds amazing. That does sound good too. It's <laughs> amazing. And the the Trader Joe's candles are probably not they're not clean. so clean, but they are good. Yeah. So like, and that's a choice that I will make. Choice. Your choices, guys. It's all about choices. It's all about your choices. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We hope you have an amazing week. Happy Prides. Happy Pickles. And uh, Haley, where can people find you if they want to chat with you? Say hello. They can find me on, oh, I actually have a website too, HaleyRoss.net. She has that. Um, She has Instagram underscore Hero and on Julia and Brenda's pages because i yeah let's um, stop hanging out with them we love you guys so much thank you Haley, for being on the show please leave us a rating and review check us out on the YouTube. Or don't come <laughs> oh, she said it not me um an me. honest review of five stars <laughs> check us out on the youtube and if you guys have any questions or feedback topics that you want to hear the link in our instagram bio and the link in our podcast show notes has a little form that you can fill in to suggest those so we'll catch you next week Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.